Hey, Aaron, you there? How's it going? Hey, good. We are live doing the podcast. Aaron and I are both here. Uh, uh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. What's the biggest thing that came up for you today with, uh, with clients? What do you think a lot of people are getting stuck on with their fitness and their goals and everything? Um, I would say that in general, it's just uh, not necessarily today, but in general, it's remembering your goals and ensuring that your path that you're following is the most efficient and proper way of going about reaching your goal instead nice. of working out and doing something that uh, you think is doing the right thing, but it's actually going against your goal. Right. Yeah. You know, the, that reminds me of the, you know, the said principle specific adaptation to impose demands. And it was interesting because I was just out a couple hours ago walking around the Rose Garden and um, talking to uh, a former neighbor of mine who is, uh, you know, he's, he, he wanted to get in better shape. And so what he started doing was he joined a boxing gym. And I thought that was interesting. Like he's trying to regulate, you know, his blood pressure and get everything healthy again, but he goes straight to boxing. So definitely, I, yeah, that's something that I like encouraging people is just, just get very specific on your goal and, and don't do something just because you think it's going to make you fit. But what specifically do you need? Most people just need simple stretches and gentle exercises um, really to achieve what they want to achieve. Yeah, I would say if your goal, get clear and concise on your what your goal is and if you – want to be a bodybuilder then maybe just stretching alone isn't the program you should follow uh if you want to get good at a marathon you know just doing um bodybuilding isn't probably the best thing you should be doing and and if you want to just get out of pain then lifting heavy weights might not also be the best way to go about that so yeah just think there's there's a way that if there was a way that people can get clear and concise on what their goals truly are and uh, being able to follow a program that suits them, that's a good way to uh, mitigate yourself from trying different things like buffet training where you get to try different different foods in a buffet. You don't want to do that with your program unless that's your goal. If your goal is just to kind of do everything and be generally fit, then buffet training might be good for you. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, so get clear and concise. And how would you say someone can get clear and concise on their goals? I think the, yeah, I mean, that's a great question because I think the first step is, well, actually, I think, I think in this day and age, and, you know, we can Google anything, I think the best thing to do first is to find a role model, especially if you have never been fit yourself. Uh, finding a role model, either somebody you know personally or maybe a movie star or literally anybody, uh, to be a role model and kind of figure out what they do. You know, again, going back to what you just said, uh, you know, my role models used to be those guys who uh, were in like, like the X-Men movies and all the superhero movies. And then, then I researched their training program and I realized how ridiculous it is. And they spend like three months before uh, the movie shoot and they're eating like three pounds of beef a day. And it's just crazy. And, they, and they're all talking about it and like, oh, yeah, I thought I was going to die and the workouts are so hard and blah, blah, blah. And 
So it kind of got me thinking about that. But, but yeah, kind of finding a role model, uh, I think, is step number one, figuring out. Or, or that role model could be the version of yourself from maybe five years ago when you actually were in shape and then, and then emulating that and doing it again, you know, doing again what you did back then. Yeah, I think that's a good uh, starting place for a lot of people. Um, who do you think a good role model is for most people to follow today? You know, mainstream mainstream fitness is still kind of stuck in the 70s where in the 80s where it's all about, uh, you know, low-fat food and um, having a six-pack and always doing cardio. Mm-hmm. So through all this minutia who should people start following hey i think i think it gives us a five minute time limit i think we just got cut off (laughs) are you there yep you hear me no hello hello we're experiencing some technical difficulties can you hear me I hello and hello 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 yep. All right this episode is sponsored by okay there's our commercial right there uh yeah I was basically talking about just examples that was a good question you had um I think I think doing strongman training is awesome uh even for 55 year old females who never have weightlifting experience in their life but um yeah, that's a tough one because you're right. A lot of the kind of mainstream these crazy workouts that no average person wants to do or needs to do. Uh, I think doing, I mean, I think you and I are the best examples because we're moderate. We're not extreme crazy workouts, but we're fit and uh yeah so what would you say to the women out there who you're telling to do some strongman training what would you tell them uh, about lifting weights because i know a lot of my friends who are women and moms and even grandmas who say oh i don't want to lift weights because i don't want to get too bulky um what would you say to them because you and i both know that that won't happen because they're lower on testosterone and other variables, but what would you say uh, to uh, women who I, I, I can barely hear you? I think it was cutting out a little bit. But what I would say to women who don't want to get bulky is basically that uh, there's not enough testosterone in your body to get bulky, no matter how hard you lift. Uh, you would have to take some crazy supplements and turn back the clock 30 years. Um, generally, though, lifting weights gives you the result that people think cardio gives you weights heavy for heavy for you it doesn't have to be like 3,000 pounds you know heavy for you challenging difficult uh, and then I also strongman training because um, it's practical you know almost everything in the strongman is a squat you know it's like picking up groceries off the floor putting them away right it's all practical functional stuff so uh, yeah but generally you they're not going to get all veiny and you know crazy looking pretty hard to get like that even if you were trying to nice so how does how does someone who's uh just starting out get get started with that lifting weights do they just go straight to a gym or 
how do they assess themselves? What's the best way to get started? Yeah, what I, I mean, this is a that's a good question because you know you and I have we've kind of created that assessment that we use with our clients, and I think that's a great first step. And uh, definitely in the next month or two, we need to get that more accessible online because I think that's the start, right? Um, you know, we assess strong are they really and we know that beginners need to do more isolation work like bicep curls and tricep extension side lateral raise stuff like that and intermediates need to do more compound but even that it's only like a two joint movement and then more advanced trainees could they could start doing the strong lifts and stuff like that um so yeah i think the answer is just a, a realistic assessment of where you really are um keeping it simple allowing enough rest you know, all that, letting the weightlifting become, you know, just like 20 to 20 to 50% of your, your whole workout, still doing some cardio, you know, walking, running, um, and definitely, definitely lots of core work. Now let's say but someone's that, going, they got their assessment, they have their idol who they're following and they're on their program. Should at any point during the, their training regimen, should they feel any pain or soreness or tightness or what what's appropriate for them to feel if they're not really in tune with their bodies? That's a good question. So, uh, yeah, so there's definitely a difference between pain and work. While you're doing the workout, you want to feel work, never pain, never anything sharp. So it should feel more like a dull burn, right? Um, after, you know, the next day or even later that day or even two days later, uh, a little bit of soreness is okay is usually normal and we're about to take a quick break i think we're headed up to another five minutes right here so we'll take all right i think we're i think we're coming up to the limit uh for the podcast but um aaron do you want do you want to close out with any any additional thoughts any last words no i think that uh you know both of us as trainers we can train very varying people um you know all walks of life throughout throughout the entire socioeconomic and physical uh, abilities for people. But I think that our best ability is to train people who are either beginners or they don't know what they're doing. Um, they don't know which protocol to follow. They don't know where they are in their training. They, they might start a program and they just need some guidance. I think that we are really good at taking those individuals and taking them to the next level when they are stuck at a plateau. So I just want to say that the tips that Chris gave were really good tips on finding idols that you want to emulate and follow the program that they're following as long as it's a safe and progressive, it's in a safe and progressive manner where you're never going to feel any sharp pains during your workout. Um, you might feel sore, but you're constantly progressing and measuring your your gains in whether it's uh, whatever your goal is, whether it's getting out of pain or gaining muscle or getting faster, whatever your goal is, as long as you can measure it and it's a safe, progressive way, I think that's the best way to uh, go about your program. And I think the big thing, you know, you mentioned buffet training and the reason why it doesn't work uh, is because we, as humans, we, we adapt so quickly to new things and then we lose that adaptation. I know I've definitely felt this. If I don't exercise for a week or two, getting back in, it's like starting from scratch. So um, that concept of progressive 
progressive overload, uh, you know, and progressing a very specific program to your specific goals is key. And I've, and actually I've, I did this a couple of weeks ago. I need to get back on it, but I've, I asked every client, every appointment, okay, what's your goal? Remind me of your goal because I want you to remember as you're doing the exercise that this workout is actually leading somewhere, which is very important. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Aaron, thank you so much for joining me. This is awesome. I think, uh, thank you. I think we should do this. You know, we should do this and you should start up your own podcast. This is a pretty cool app on anchor and it'll automatically link up to the iTunes, you know, the podcast, but, um, but yeah, at least we can, we can at least chat and I, I want to get some or, uh, or if you know anybody who has questions, who, who wants to pick a trainer's brain for 10 minutes, I think this will be really fun. So, or are you listening? If you want to call in or, you know, actually I think real easy text me, text me at uh, 408-883-4442. And, um, and then we can arrange a time to have this quick chat. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited about this because I think this could help some people. Thank you for the time uh, being on the show. Thank you very much. Hope somebody cool. learned something. All right. All right. All right. Cool. Thanks, Aaron. See you, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. See you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.